The Texans are above 500. The Cardinals are on a one-game winning streak. So we have a showdown in Houston on Sunday. Out to the KDUS hotline we go. For the latest on the Texans, uh, we are now joined in the sports zone. Jason Bristol of KHOU in Houston, uh, KHOU 11 in Houston. Uh, Jason, uh, good to have you on the show once again. I think that actually what culture is one of the most overused words in sports. Every time a new coach or general manager gets hired, you heard the word culture in some shape or form. However, throw all that aside, I think uh, we go to the Texans with D'Amico Ryan's it seems like culture is a big part, and that certainly got them off to a good start this year, along with some pretty good players that maybe not everybody knew about. No doubt, no doubt. Culture and coaching, really, you know, when you look at this roster, with the exception of <laughs> C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson and Tank Dell, um, it's it's got a similar taste as last year, but when you look at what, the coaching has done and obviously having a quarterback and then D'Amico and bringing in this, this culture of, of um, very much what we saw in San Francisco, I think with D'Amico when he was defensive coordinator there, but uh, yeah, it's just a whole different vibe around Houston right now for these, with these Texans and obviously D'Amico and CJ are, are a huge reason why. Okay, so let's get into this a little more. Uh, you know, next up is you know certainly my topics of discussion here would be C.J. Stroud. What has impressed you the most about him? How much time do you have? <laughs> we can we can go a while here. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, everything, everything. Uh, he has. I mean, he came from Ohio State, massive program, and I think there was this question of. How will he perform when he doesn't have the best wide receiver crew alongside him? How will he perform when the offensive line isn't the best in the conference or one of the best? And he has proven to be excellent taking care of the football. He's proven to be excellent in close games down the stretch. And when you look at, the demands of being a quarterback in the NFL, media, fans, what have you, he's been excellent at that. So really the whole package has been has been impressive. But I guess if you if you had to say anything it would be number one, I think it's just the way he's taking care of the football. Um, you know, how many times have we seen rookie quarterbacks throw a boatload of interceptions or make bad decisions and Yes, there are probably a couple of passes that here and there that may have been picked off, but when you look at his touchdown-to-interception ratio, it's just so impressive for a rookie. So I would say that, that was the num- that's probably the number one thing is his ability to uh, not turn the ball over, and, and that's a big reason why this team is over 500. I've covered the Cardinals for more than 20 years. I've seen a lot of veteran quarterbacks throw boatloads of interceptions. So this this is quite impressive. Uh, <laughs> he's done what he has. Also, you know, leadership and team captain and so forth. You know, that, that's unusual for somebody doing that so soon into an organization. So how did he pull that off? By being himself. That's that's the real thing about about CJ is that he has from day one come in and just he's just been himself and it was pretty pretty impressive early on when I think Laramie Tunsil um, 
had posted something on social media that this is our our QB1. And to have the respect of a veteran, an all-pro, highest-paid offensive lineman in the game at one point, to be like, this is our QB1 as a rookie, uh, he's just been himself. He is very cognizant of the people around him and what their job is and how important it is to his success. He will never throw anybody under the bus. He will always pick up his offensive lineman, even if, I mean, early on he was, he was getting hit quite a bit and the offensive line has gone through some issues injury wise, but it seems to be mostly stabilized now. Um, But you know, he, he has been a leader from day one and I think it's just the way he treats people and, and just being himself. And remember, he comes into this situation, uh, the draft that he performed poorly on the, on the test at the combine. And, oh, my gosh, is he going to be able to process information? And, you know, will he be able to make you know, sound decisions? And, um, you know, I, I, think, I think NFL GMs and coaches now will have to take a long look on whether that, whether that cognitive test that test that he took is really that important um, because look at the results from CJ Stroud thus far. That would be true. Accuracy is a good thing that maybe overcomes some of those testing scores. So that that's a, certainly a, yes, well, I'm an Ohio state fan actually. And I was uh, impressed throughout his career at Ohio state with his accuracy, which was amazing. And that also kind of fits the next thing here with the offense. You know, Ryan's also brought in, a form of the uh, 49ers offense, the scheme and personnel seem to fit with this passing game, especially. Is that a good assessment on my part from afar? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, and I think that the emergence of Dalton Schultz the last um, few games, hmm. uh, early on he was not seeing the football much. But now when you look, come Sunday on third down, and really this is, I don't think it would surprise people, but – Dalton Schultz, tight end, sees a lot of action on third down. Um, he, he, he is, you know, that traditional safety blanket, and he has been a guy that, that C.J. continues to um, look for on, on third down. The one issue they've had up until maybe the last game was running the football, and um, yeah. I, still, I still think that that's still an issue, but obviously what Singletary did last week was was huge and obviously if they can get that kind of production week in and week out not that many yards but in that neighborhood I think it'll certainly make CJ so much more effective or more effective than he's been but you know I'll be I'll I'll say this we have kind of been down this path before with a, a, a young quarterback and I think a lot of people are really excited but in the back of our head in the back of many houston fans minds is uh when's all this going to come crashing down when is the quarterback going to get hurt or when is he not going to want to play for the texans anymore um you know certainly having gone through this this excitement with deshaun watson and and i think you know there's this sense of okay well we have this franchise quarterback and, and certainly CJ has proven to be um, some things that Deshaun is, is not like certainly a lot more accurate. And I don't even want to get into the off the field stuff. Um, But, you know, I think there's this, there's this, um, this sense of like, 
okay, let's let's take a breath here and let's not get too excited because, you know, we had a franchise quarterback once before, and even before all the issues, the legal issues, Deshaun had stated or um, made it known uh, behind the scenes that he no longer wanted to be a Texan. So I think that there is this sense of like, okay, let's let's pump the brakes a little bit because things are going really well here. Let's hope something doesn't go wrong like what happened with the last guy. And, again, I'm not talking legal stuff. I'm just talking about his mm-hmm. issues with the organization before all the that stuff came, came about. Talking Texas with Jason Bristol. All right, so you, you mentioned the run game last week. That was kind of a revelation. It was kind of like running was an afterthought, or certainly uh, they weren't very effective at that last, uh, before last yeah, week. Yeah, more effective than so, an afterthought. It definitely wasn't an afterthought. Uh, yeah, so what, so what happened last week? How, how did that explosion happen like that? Well, I think it was, um, you know, the Bengals aren't a great run defense, and I think that that played a major role in this. And for whatever reason, Damian Pierce last season was people were thinking, okay, we, you know, we've got something here. And I don't know if, if it's a situation where he doesn't um, fit the new scheme here very well, or um, he seems a little lighter this season and currently he's injured, but um, it, 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 that has been a big head scratcher given what the promise uh, Damian Pierce had last season. And now that they've turned to Singletary, and I, I think a lot of it had to do with guys being healthy along the offensive line, uh, mm-hmm. and then obviously the Bengals' run defense not being, uh, let's say, stout. So I think that those you put those factors in mostly, more so maybe with the the, the Bengals' run defense. Uh, I think that that played a major role. Okay, so full disclosure, I'm not as familiar with the uh, you know, personnel on the Texans' defensive side of the ball, so kind of give us a what, – what do we need to know about this defense heading into Sunday? Well, they've been I, – I would say the biggest thing right now is injuries. Um, their, their injury report the last couple of weeks has looked like a menu at the Cheesecake Factory, like it's that long. <laughs> and, um, you know, right now you're, you're looking at um, Henry Toa Toa – is is has not practiced the last two weeks the linebacker rookie out of alabama jimmy ward uh did not play last week either he has been dealing with a hamstring injury you have um will anderson was limited on wednesday of course will anderson um cardinals fans will know that name since he's the guy that the texans drafted with the cardinals pick in the last Mm -hmm. draft has been really good not you, you know you look at the numbers um the traditional stats they don't blow you away, but he has been, um, especially uh, defending the run, he's been one of the best um, around, and, and he's been everything as advertised. And pass rush is pretty good. Will Anderson, Jonathan Grenard, um, those are guys that uh, – and Jerry Hughes, who's been around the league for a long time, they've been yeah. really, really good. And but really injuries. Linebacker really thin right now with the suspension of Perryman. Toa Toa is hurt. So um, it really is remarkable with all the injuries uh, that they were able to beat one of the best quarterbacks in football last week in Joe Burrow. But um, I think injuries uh, is, 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 a big, is a big thing right now for the Texans. And I think a lot of people around here are wondering, okay, is this going to be a trap game? You know, you've won two straight. The Cardinals um, certainly don't have a great record, but we also know the situation of, look, you just got your quarterback back, and the, the record – the record they have 
is not really indicative of this team with the quarterback they currently have now. So, um, you know, this could be one of those those proverbial trap games for the Texans, especially when they've got a big uh, conference matchup coming up next week. Yeah, against Jacksonville next week, right? So yeah, yep, don't doubt yep, they yep. already already they already beat them once. Uh, so yeah, uh, which, I, which was also surprising, I think, given early in the season. I, I and the way they won, they they were dominating. Yep, no doubt. I do know Stingley. Uh, when healthy, he's good. Um, so you know, why is he so good when he's healthy? Well, you know, he's uh, he has all the tools, but. You know, if you had to do a redraft of that draft, um, I think every single Texans fan that fills NRG would much rather have Sauce Gardner. And um, probably most teams would want to have a Sauce Gardner. Let's be honest, um, Derek Stingley, when you look at the draft draft status and the uh, amount of time he's spent on the field, he had injury issues at LSU, and they have not stopped in, in the NFL. He's been on the injury report, although not this week, but he has not been on the field consistently. And that's been a big, big issue. Um, anything you got to get out of Derek Stingley right now is better than nothing. So, um, you know, I think that it's a situation where um, the Texans just want to get him on the field and have him stay on the field. And then we'll see what we've got, but it's really hard to evaluate him because he just hasn't been healthy enough. You, know, you mentioned the Cardinals quarterback, Kyler Murray's healthy now, returning to the state of Texas where he was a high school legend. Is that a big deal that he's coming back to Texas in Texas? Oh, I don't think so. Um, you know, it's not like he's from here. I mean, certainly Texas right. is a big state. Um, right. But, uh, no, I, I think more so it's just it's, it's like this guy can do so many different things. And – that's that's that can be a handful and i think that that's the big thing um with with kyler murray and this 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 idea that maybe this is a a a trap game of course dad played it at texas a&m which which isn't too far um you know Mm -hmm. so it's it's one of those situations i think um it's more so just what this guy can what this guy can do in terms of his running his passing and everything else. I think that's, that's more of a, of a concern here or, or a thought or a storyline than, than the fact that he's from Texas, because listen, there's a lot of quarterbacks from Texas. Baker Mayfield would be true. Uh, was here not yes. too long ago. Um, you know, if you got a Houston kid, um, you know, actually I would argue like if Clayton tune was still your quarterback, it might be more of a story because he was here <laughs> for so long at, at the university of Houston. He might get some goal line snaps based on what we saw last week. So it's oh uh, really that's what he's something. been doing, huh? Well, he did last week. That's the first time that Murray's been back. So you know, he did okay. get the uh, kind of kind of a goal line package, and we kind of got a thought that maybe that would be the same uh, at least moving forward. So little hmm. little scouting report from here on that. All right, as far as this trap game possibility, um, some of the betting market's not buying into the trap game thing because uh, the Texans have been bet up to five-point favorites now on Sunday in a lot of locations around the world. So uh, do the Texans win another game, in your opinion? And if they do, do they cover the five? I'm going to say they win, and I'm going to say they do cover. Um, I think, again, this just tells you the state of Houston Texans football 
it has been so long. This season was the first time they had been favored in a game since like 2019. So it's not, it's very rare for them to be favored, but it wouldn't surprise me either way because where this team is, where this team is at the stage of their development under this, I guess, new regime. I mean, Nick Casario, the GM has been here, but under this, this, uh, the new coach in, in D'Amico Ryan's and, his play caller, Bobby Slowick, it wouldn't surprise me if they lost because there's going to be ups and downs when you have a, when you have a, a young group like this. But I think being at home and there is this idea of let's, let's really fill out this stadium and, and Houston fans are notoriously late getting to game. So early in the game, you might see a, a lot of the stands, em- not empty, but less full. And um, there's this idea like, hey, let's, let's get this stadium packed for the entire game, not, not show up late in the first quarter. So I, I think when you put the crowd in it, um, the only thing, again, that worries me is, is the injuries. If you're a Texans uh, a fan, the injuries are – you just wonder how much longer you can go with all these injuries. But um, in CJ, we trust. That, that's the motto here right now nice. in, in Houston. And, and I think I – think, um, you know what? I'm going to say they're not going to cover. I'm going to say it's another close game. I'm going to say maybe three or four points. So I'm going to say they they don't cover, and I think the Texans will win. Jason, you good stuff. Have it, fun. Man. You talked me okay, out of it. We, uh, I, yeah, I really, really talked you out of it. Come on. Give me a break. <laughs> I, I, I just mentioned it. Okay, so there you go, Jason. Good stuff. I appreciate it. Have fun. Thanks. All right. Thank you. Jason Bristol of KHOU in Houston, uh, KHOU 11 in Houston. Uh, good stuff from him. And 